How about we start with the... Uh, but you won't? He won't? Oh. Championship. I was riveting. You missed out. Where was it? Where? Yeah. At the hotel? Like, mm. yeah. Beautiful. All right, let's bring some organization to this. They sat me next this. to Takuma. Fun. It was awkward. Well, it was funny because, like, the seats in front were all labeled and I didn't follow the labels. But then they called us up in order, so I didn't have a choice. <laughs> Okay, let's start with the championship contenders, and we'll lead off with the championship leader, Team Penske's Joseph Newgarden. Joseph, you've got a 38-point lead on your teammate. 38 points is uh, an advantage that hasn't been overcome since 2008 at least. You feel comfortable, confident? Are you, do you remember, what about Dixon in... I feel like that was way more than 38 points. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like he was like 34. Like it was like 85 points. <laughs> he was, was with two to go, but where was he on the finale? Let's just stick to my notes, not your notes. I don't. I don't. Are you comfortable? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. This, look, the double point scenario is. <laughs> it's double points. Like, it's going to. It's a lot of points in the finale. So, 38 points is not a lot. Alex, I talked to Alex, Alexander Rossi from Andretti Autosport. Talked to you yesterday. I asked how confident you were. You said, yeah, very confident. Uh, you're still in this. You feel good about it. Yeah, that hasn't changed since yesterday. <laughs> we're off to a roaring start here. Well, yeah, I don't know. How about let's just answer questions. Let's go to questions. Jenna. Joseph, is, at any point, do you feel like this is your championship to lose? Um, it's probably fair to say that, yeah. You know, I, I would say it is because we're in such a favorable position. I don't think it's a secure position, but it is the favorable one. So, you know, if we lose it, then it'll probably sting a bit more than if, if you are 38, 48 points back. I think it stings less. Not that it, it sucks either way, but, you know, if you lose it with, with a bigger advantage, then, yeah, it, I just think it sings a bit more. Just because I don't know how this works, but obviously, like in the NASCAR side, they're all doing their team debriefs together, right? And yeah. Exchanging notes and wide open book. Do you guys on the IndyCar side have the same thing, teammates wise? Like, do you are you and Simon in the debriefs talking about it? And like, will that change this weekend or next week or uh, you know Laguna Seca as you battle for things? Yeah, good question. I actually think it's a lot closer than NASCAR. Like the the you know the team interaction is in my opinion, you couldn't be closer. I mean, we are one unit. We sit all next to each other. All the engineers are together. We don't have separate trucks. We are one unit. And every debrief we all hear, we talk about every debrief together. Um, you know, if I'm having a bad weekend, I ask questions more so. And if they're having a bad weekend, they ask more questions. And it doesn't, it won't change all the way through the finale. So that's, that's how we operate at Team Penske. Um, but I think a lot of teams in IndyCar and Open Wheel operate that way. I don't think you'll find big differences, but we're for sure team first. You know, what's good for one is good for all of us. And, um, yeah, you, you, you don't hide anything. I mean, you see it pretty crystal clear, what everyone's doing in the group. And welcome to the press conference, uh, Ganassi Racing, Scott Dixon. Hello. How do you feel about this, Scott? 70 points back. You feel like you're in a must-win situation now? Uh, yeah, I'd rather be 70 points ahead. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of a bummer after last weekend. I think it could have been a really good opportunity. 
car felt decent and to have something small like that kind of uh, you know take us out but um, that's racing we'll just uh, get on with it and yeah I don't know it's kind of nice not to really have to worry about points or um, that scenario you know kind of just get after it and try and have a clean weekend and see what lays for uh, you know a couple of weeks time in Laguna. Speaking of clean weekends you didn't have one in the first lap last year as dusty and dirty as it gets maybe this is a place that uh, is just your lucky place. Uh, that'd be nice. You know, I think when you see somebody have a week or a start of the race like that, it typically bodes well. Um, I don't know why. It just if somebody changes their front wing three times, they end up winning the race. So uh, for sure. us, it um, <laughs> it was uh, just one of those things. Luckily, we kept the car running and and um, got lucky on some yellows. And you know, we had definitely an adventurous race last year with a uh, issue with the car on pit speed cruise uh, too, which. You know, granted us a nice drive-through penalty as well so i don't know it's um again we'll just try to have a clean weekend yeah tony uh for joseph and alex you guys have now been through a championship battle before either last year or in 17 how much stronger did those experiences make you now are they not really relevant this year well you know i know scott knows nothing about this as far as experience going through it but uh i think alex and me have learned a lot the last couple of years on how to tackle this and uh no, I'm just joking. I, no, I think it's uh, – you get better every year. I think, you know, there's something to be said about experience in the sport. And it doesn't mean you can't be good as a, as a rookie, but I, you just – there's so much diversity to IndyCar, and you, you have to switch back and forth between so many disciplines that I think the more you do it, the better you get at it. And um, it just – it helps. It helps having that experience in the bank when, when you've got to go through a couple weekends and, you know, be on it different disciplines yeah i would agree with that the only thing i'd add is you know as you move further into your career hopefully you have you know a, a bit of continuity so when you have things nice joe that's pretty good that's a fast one um that's a lot there's a lot of pictures uh so when you have the continuity and you have things go poorly you know you have the people around you um to to kind of diagnose and understand and it's not a reactive situation you know in the beginning when you're all still kind of new working together and you have something go sideways it's very easy to start getting trigger happy on on what you're doing whereas you know i've been fortunate enough to to have this group for a while and you know we've had two bad weekends in a row really and um you know the the approach and philosophy and mindset um is still the same and everyone's calm and just trying to go out there and and attack and, and hopefully pull it off and welcome to the press conference team penske simon pagino Simon, maybe more important than the points you gained on Joseph last week was that you advanced to position and, and you now have even maybe greater control of your destiny? One person to climb over as opposed to two or three? <laughs> well, I'm, the only uh, control over my destiny is to do the best I can. Um, it doesn't really matter what Joseph or Alex or Scott do. It really is about my own performance. So, you know, I'm really focused on that, focused on being in the, in the moment as much as possible. And uh, we'll see what we can do. I mean, the car felt much, much better than last year here um, today. So, you know, step by step, we'll, uh, we'll get the little details and, and get quicker and quicker as a team. So, um, so I'm pretty excited about this weekend. It's, uh, it's really awesome to be at this point of the season. You know, um, last two races and four guys in a championship, it's, it's really exciting. Okay. We'll continue with questions. Obviously. As you see. Um, the yeah, question I go to was, his, did you, I, did I you borrow his, Elio's hair gel? I go to his barber every, every Monday after the race, so yeah, it's working. 
Alexander, you guys tested here earlier this month. Uh, does that help you? Did you roll off better than you thought you would? Take advantage, or by the end of the weekend, is it kind of all even out? Um, I don't think that it's, well, it's not a bigger advantage than we thought we would. You know, you hope you do your research and, um, you know, you hope it applies. You know, these these Firestone tires are very sensitive to track and ambient conditions, so you never know really if what you do in the test is going to apply uh, 100% um, on the race weekend. But, you know, I think that, you know, we, we had a good, strong first session, but, you know, the, the, the level um, in this field, as we always talk about, and you kind of just alluded to, towards the end of the weekend, it kind of becomes null and void. But it certainly helps being on that side of things um, instead of being on the back foot trying to recover Friday night going into qualifying Saturday. Um, but at the end of the day, I also think that, you know, each team chooses when and where they test. So I think we gave up, um, you know, some performance at tracks where, where other teams had tested. And, um, you know, it all comes full circle at the end of the year. But for us, it might just come later. Continuing questions in the back. Okay, this was for Joseph. So last year you were, you you were able to find ways to get by at at the chicane. It's considered a track that's very difficult to pass and qualified as an essential. Where do you feel at this point that qualifying is everything, especially after what happened in lap one? Being in the middle may not be ideal. You know, you can't predict it. Some days it's, you know, it's the right ingredient to be on pole. And, you know, nothing happens from a strategy standpoint that affects that, and you want to be starting first. Uh, some days you could start 20th, and that ends up being the better position to start in. You know, you just, it's hard to predict. Sometimes it falls that way, sometimes it doesn't. Um, I think if you're on pole, you hope it's going to be a pretty clean day. If, if you're in the back, you hope something favors you. It's, it's, I'm telling you, it's hard to predict. A lot of these races go full green now. Um, you get the oddball in there with a, with a bunch of yellows, and, and trying to pick out when that race is going to be is just impossible. So you know, I think the safe thing to do is to qualify up as high as possible and just run your race, and hopefully nothing you know, takes away from that um, from the yellow standpoint. But you know, it is what it is a lot of the times. Uh, so we've benefited from it for sure, and there's times that it's bit us, but that's, that's what IndyCar racing is nowadays. Question in front from Jeff Gluck. Uh, are mind games in IndyCar ineffective? Because, like, it doesn't seem like you guys have any bad blood. There's no, like, tension. Where, like, on the NASCAR side, if there was the four championship contenders, you might have, like, a Harvick trying to play mind games with the other guys or something or take jabs. I, I just don't get that sense. So is it why, – why is that, I guess? Well, they can fire each other off, right? Like, what? I was going to say it's more, it's more subtle. It's way more subtle, you know. <laughs> Those guys just have bats out. You know, us, we're, like, more political. Sneaky. Are you? Sneaky. More ninja. You don't see it. We just act like we're all friends right now, but secretly. They don't do a very good job, then. If they... Maybe no one's doing anything. Maybe this is a mind game, the way I just answered that. Think about that, Jeff. So, yeah, we're good. What? I don't even know how we follow up on that one. Yeah. That's his mind game. It's to so sit there. Iceman. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Alex said I should stop talking so this can end. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot. Why do you have that many press cards? I don't. Oh. Scott, you did 
your team you tested here. Uh, you did not, but you were here on site. Was that difficult for you to watch uh, somebody else basically do the testing that you would like to do? It was actually really interesting. It was the first time I think I'd been to a test and not been driving, so I got to watch, you know, Alex and a few others, and and uh, you know, see some differences. So it was um, it was kind of nice to to do that, uh, and you know, help uh, Oliver as well, um, who did a great job. So yeah, it was uh, interesting, I guess, from that standpoint, but not really helpful, I think, as far as um, you know, testing for an individual car or anything like that. But I think it's always you know beneficial for the team to run you know whenever they can. I think the cars are good. All right. If there are no further questions or mind games, class dismissed.